0: Time for Terrifying.
1: Hey everyone, welcome to another episode, actually the first and only episode, or maybe annual episode, I'm not sure, I don't know, of uh, No Time for Terrifying. <laughs> um, joining me on the way from uh, Paris is Kwok. Uh, hello. You should have said, hello oh.
0: oh. hello hello <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: Maybe. Yes. Welcome to uh. This is no time for time travel's attempt at a Halloween episode. So, so yeah. Hope you guys like that special intro we had.
0: <laughs>
1: okay. So, um. So yeah, we are usually a, a podcast uh, that you know we get a topic from you guys to discuss, but because this is a Halloween episode, I figure we're gonna be talking about something creepy. So uh, we're gonna go through this article from TheGamer.com, and it's about like 23 video game urban legends that are too creepy for words. And yeah, you guys can Google that if you want to read more. But we will be talking about it today. So uh, yeah. So before we get started, how you been doing?
0: Uh, good, good. Um, I've just been busy resolving like adult stuff, like uh, we call it bills and stuff. I'm I'm being charged with in Paris, and then. Yeah, it's just like I had to get help from my uh, office manager because it's in French. Ah, <laughs> uh, Bill, that's scary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't lie. That's scary. <laughs> yes. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, but aside from that, uh, not, nothing much. Uh, just been just been pretty relaxed, actually. Uh, did I tell you I was in Rome last week?
1: No. two No, you didn't. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, so uh, I met my, uh, I had um, a few friends from the States, Uh, they were going to visit Italy, uh, and they started at Rome. And I think for the weekend, I was just like, you know what, I'll show you guys. When are you going? And it's it's so convenient just because it's like uh, near Europe. So it's only like a Two hour flight, two three hour, two hour flight, yeah, two and a half hour flight, and it's pretty nice. Um, uh, we visit some of the stuff, and like the tourist part would be always touristy, and it's, it's horrible. But uh, okay, uh, a lot of the parts that we enjoyed, that I enjoyed, was um the Colosseum. That that part alone was like, I think it's like the first time I'm actually uh uh a breathtaking experience mm-hmm. to experiencing something like up close and first pers- uh, and personal in a way mm-hmm. uh, and it's a tourist spot as well so I was like wow this is crazy uh, because normally all the tourist spot are really touristy and you just pay a lot of money to to look at, at the live picture what you saw on the internet mm-hmm. but since this was like uh, I guess free from the outside <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> i got i enjoyed it a lot more uh and it was also like a lot of open space so it wasn't like super crowded and yeah. if people were to explore inside that's where like all the tourists are yeah uh, um more or less is that i oh, sorry go ahead
1: oh yeah do you have to pay to to go inside yeah oh okay
0: yeah so it's just like a it's kind of like a museum in a way if you think about it that way. Hmm. um and then, uh, we visited, like, the Sistine Chapel and Vatican City. And that Sistine uh, Chapel was, like, horrible. <laughs> not, not the, uh, not the, <laughs> not <Sorry>. the, <laughs> itself was horrible. <laughs> this experience was horrible. <laughs> I was like, you just like, oh, that historical thing, is just horrible. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that, that is like quite literally a, a tourist trap. Um, mm-hmm. just because like, if you imagine like a museum uh, with its like cord- long corridors and stuff, and then you imagine uh, LA traffic, but like how it is in the morning being stuck there. Oh, yeah. Now imagine that as uh, with pedestrians or like with tourists, I was trying to meet up my friend in there and I was like stuck behind like five or six tourist group, and they all blocked the whole thing and just like moseying along. I'm like, in a minute now, I'll get into the next doorway. And I came in and I had to like weave between people or groups just to get past them. So it was hard for me to like stay and enjoy (laughs) (coughs) and like, Because there was um in that corridor there were like artwork hanging on the wall and like uh, some of the stuff which was really cool. But at the same time you get like that. I'm sure you know Tony uh, is just that uh, LA traffic anxiety. When you're stuck in there and you like I want to enjoy a relaxed time, relaxed time, but I always have to keep moving forward. Because there's a big group and you're stuck in that group and you want to get out of that group.
1: <laughs> you know You know what's funny? You just said, oh, I just want to enjoy, but I have to keep moving forward. That's also a summary of life. <laughs> so, <laughs> so
0: I'm, I'm enjoying life. <laughs> I'm not moving forward. <laughs>
1: well, in Europe, yeah. But in the States, it's more like... Um, Everything is just go, 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 you know? Oh,
0: yeah, that's so,
1: true. Yeah, everything for work and life and all that stuff. It's just go, go, go. So, yeah. it's like in the States, not only are you experiencing traffic on the road, but you're experiencing traffic in your life. So, yeah.
0: yeah. Actually, funny enough, uh, you, you'll see it later uh, this week? Next week? Next week. Yeah, next, yeah. Week? next
1: yeah. Friday, I'm going to fly out. So, Friday, yeah. November 1st.
0: Yeah. So, next week, you'll you experience it too, Johnny, but uh, I already you know that it's Pretty much similar in Paris. Oh, okay. It's actually quite ridiculous um, how when you said "go go go," I uh, uh being in like other um, populated cities, I never had that feeling. I, like I see it, but I never felt like the, the I guess like, the people traffic or oh, okay. like the, yeah, the or, or like the pressure, mm-hmm. uh, like uh, of like oh you gotta move it along. But but Paris is like on another level where you. When you see it and you're like, this is crazy. And, uh, I'll give you an example. So, uh, normally on my way to work, I would take the, uh, the metro line and I go a few fl- flights of stairs and then get out of the, uh, metro station. So normally sometimes, uh, when the doors open for the, uh, train or subway, people would run out to the, es- to be the first one on the escalator beat the traffic the people tra- uh the uh the foot traffic uh, i mean like run like even like old ladies mm-hmm. old real ladies they would scamper their way to the uh, to get out of like being stuck in the pack <laughs> okay so it's, it's, it's actually like pretty weird because like in la like there's a lot of people but nobody's like uh trying to run to the next spot or another all the mm-hmm. time i feel like uh
1: i mean if it got, i take taxi or uber it should be fine right
0: Oh, no, no, sorry. This is only within, like, the station.
1: Oh, okay, okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you'll be fine. And uh, and this is only during, like, traffic hour. hour or, oh. like, rush hour, yeah. Okay. So, for the most part, you'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Okay. And it's only, like, certain, like, main or central station. Mm-hmm. And even if it, it is busy, it shouldn't really affect you. It's just enjoy yourself. Just some people are, are, like, they have that mentality that, oh, no, I have to go. It had to be like the first one, but you don't really have to. Okay.
1: Yeah, I mean okay. it's gonna be vacation for us, so
0: yeah,
1: um, yeah, yeah. If people don't uh, know, I guess I'm telling you guys now. But November first, I'm gonna fly to Europe, and we're gonna I'm gonna be uh, on honeymoon with my wife for about two and a half weeks. So, but we will be still releasing episodes. Um, just FYI, it may not be you know live episodes. So, so yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, um, yeah. Um, so. I'm actually looking forward to Disney Paris.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. What what about it that you are looking forward to the whole thing?
1: I mean, just so, you know, I've only gone to Disneyland before Japan. Um, Mm -hmm. Never been to Disney World. So, Mm -hmm. um, and then after seeing how crazy it is in Japan, Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to... Seeing like how Disney Paris will be, like how, mm. you know, they've made it because it started off in Disneyland, right? So, any kind yeah. of iteration they do in like uh, past Disneyland, I would now imagine it's going to be better. Mm. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, I, I'm, I'm pretty looking forward to seeing how that's going to go.
0: Yeah, that'd be awesome. Uh, yeah, that's why I'll be joining you guys. So yeah,
1: I'll, I'll see you,
0: too. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's
1: gonna be what, Monday or Tuesday. I don't know if my, my wife told you yet. I I, I don't oh, uh, know the final date. Yeah,
0: yeah, I think she said Monday or something. But I okay. mean, we're flexible, so it doesn't really matter. Okay, cool, cool. Um, so, uh, are you planning to go to Disney World at some point?
1: Um, at some point, it's funny because like, uh, so so you know, I have a pharmacy podcast and all that stuff, well. and then um, my my friend I met through online space, like he has a popular pharmacy podcast as well. Mm -hmm. And his name is Richard. And he has a wife who is a Disney fanatic. And she runs her own Disney podcast. So but she's also a pharmacist. And so it's really funny. And they live like right next to Disney World and they have like annual passes. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, wait a minute, they're like, a mirror image of me and my wife, where we are both pharmacists. And I'm, <laughs> I'm, you
0: live near Disneyland. <laughs>
1: yeah. So I next to Disneyland. I'm the pharmacy podcaster. And my wife's a Disney fanatic. I'm Like, wait a minute. This is weird. <laughs>
0: so you're me on the East coast.
1: <laughs> yeah. So it's funny. Cause, um, so we actually were interviewed on his podcast on her, huh? his wife's podcast, the, um, called the Walt Daily. So, okay. um, so they interviewed us about our experience at D23 um, mm-hmm. because they've never been. And um, yeah, the episode's not released yet, but it will be in the next few weeks. But um, yeah, I mean, my point was we have a twin kind of like friend over there. So we eventually will, will have to visit them.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, Before, before it gets too expensive. What was
1: that? Oh, before it's, yeah, yeah
0: before it's too expensive.
1: Yeah. But yeah, I, I always thought that that's like a weird kind of mirror image kind of thing. So, uh,
0: that's cool. Nice. Yeah.
1: But yeah. So it's yeah, I'm, bad. I'm um looking forward to Paris. And then we're going to go to like after Paris, we're going to go to Vienna, Venice and Barcelona. Mm-hmm. so hopefully oh yeah and then um i think my wife already told you but we're actually going to be having our, our honeymoon dinner um yeah. at like one of the michelin star restaurants so that's
0: going to be fun um, how did you was it hard to book a, a reservation or you know
1: that it, it wasn't um a lot of the places there there are some you know that are booked out but then because there's so many michelin star restaurants over there that it's not that hard to get a reservation
0: oh really
1: just a lot yeah yeah so michelin star there's three ratings there's one star two star three star um the three star obviously is like you gotta book months in advance Uh, we were actually able to get into a two star so then two star there were three options that we had two of them were booked but then one of them was um available so Mm -hmm. yeah i i was pretty surprised and then the booking i just did it through um what's it called uh trip advisor what
0: yeah (laughs) <laughs> so I mean, if I if I never heard of Tripadvisor, I would think that's some shady website.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. So so Tripadvisor, I guess partnered up with uh, a website called Fork, and Fork okay. is kind of like Yelp and OpenTable mixed in, in one. They're just another alternative. They do right. reservations. So yeah, through Fork and um, Tripadvisor, we were able to book that uh, that dinner. So that's pretty cool. So we will see.
0: That's awesome, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But but I'm glad that you guys made some time for for that, cause for for that dinner, cause I'm like. Because your wife asked me, like, you want to hang out with us? Like, uh, I'm like, oh, well, how long? I was like, oh, for all all these days. I'm like, don't you? (laughs) In my head, I was like, don't you want to hang out with Tony and enjoy your honeymoon? I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) I guess I would join you. But then uh, she mentioned, like, on about the the, uh, the dinner, honeymoon dinner. I was like, good. (laughs) I'm glad you guys have time together. Your honeymoon is just with me. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we have like
1: two and a half weeks, you know? Like, we have. No, um, I, I.
0: no, but, but I mean, like, <laughs> come on, enjoy, spend some time. I know you guys have time with each other, but you guys really get uh, get any time off, like time, time off.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, that is true, though. We we really don't. So it's it's um, I I don't know. It's it's cool because we have time off, but at the same time. It's like not
0: too. They're not used to it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, we also. <laughs> well, we live together. I mean, like, I see it's the whole thing about, like, married life. It's kind of like, oh, you live together. So you're, you're, like, always spending time with each other, but you're not yeah. really spending time because it's not relaxation because it's adult life. You know?
0: Like, it's... <laughs> I, I think she doesn't hear this. <laughs> <laughs> but you,
1: you know what I mean, right? Like, you know, yeah. all the chores, all the, the bills, all that stuff, right? It's not like. Real relaxation, the, the time that we have real relaxation is when we catch a movie, watch TV shows, yeah. um, you know, go, go out for dinner, which if you kind of account for all the time, it's not that much. No. Yeah. yeah. So, it's nice to have that vacation. But then yeah. the last time we went to Cancun, right? It was only like, what, five, six days or so? But mm-hmm. we were like, by the third day, we're like, oh, we want to do something productive. Because... <laughs> It was just like eat and sleep and go to the pool and yeah. then too much relaxation.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, like for Cancun, uh, for Cancun, it's like um, it's that that is like the total relaxation. It's different from like a, a visiting uh, like a different country or place sort of thing. Because yeah, then you true. could you could actually go to places and see things and do stuff and uh, like that. I so think, you'll be busy. Yeah,
1: <laughs> oh, oh, by the way, um, we should do an escape room.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I think your wife told me that, and oh, okay. I'm pretty sure. Okay. I'm Tell pretty sure. sure. I, I
1: figured it's yeah. gonna happen. <laughs> you know, this. Uh, let me show you this image. It's kind of funny. I just saw it this morning. Oh man! I hold on. I, uh, I misplaced it. It's basically a, a meme, and um, do I have it here? Did I save it somewhere? here it is so while you're reading it or looking at it I'll tell the listeners uh, it's a, a meme of like two guys and two cars right They're The car salesman and then like a guy buying a car and then one yeah. of the cars is labeled sightseeing try local food visiting museums and then the guy says this is brilliant and then this car salesman points to the other car that says escape rooms and then says but I like this <laughs> so <laughs> so yeah um, that, that's me and my wife right there <laughs>
0: Does she enjoy escape rooms now? Huh? I know she, she liked does. it before.
1: Yeah, she, she enjoys it. Um, she doesn't enjoy it when it's my co-owners and I, and if she's there. Because Uh-oh. we have our own language, I'm sure you know this already.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, because then one, you guys play a lot of escape rooms together, so you have that bond. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So you know what's funny? Um, her her maid of honor, right? They went mm-hmm. on their honeymoon, and it also happens to be in Europe. And their wedding was two weeks before ours. Their honeymoon they started also two weeks before ours. So so it's mm-hmm. funny because once we fly in, they're about to fly out, so we overlap one day. Oh wow! Yeah. And then her her uh, maid of honor is a husband um, mm-hmm. he's uh he's also the other guy that shares the same last name as me, but he also loves playing escape rooms. So on Saturday, we might try to like catch an escape room with them first. Nice, yeah so
0: where are they going to the same uh, itinerary as well?
1: Um, no, no, okay. they have a different itinerary. so they flew into Paris and then they went uh, several other places, but they fly back to Paris before they fly out to l a.
0: Oh, that's why. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah.
1: So we didn't think that we would like catch them because we thought they were going to go straight from their last country back to LA. Yeah. But I guess there wasn't, um, you know, time in their itinerary to do that. So. Yeah. So. Yeah. Or a flight in their itinerary. So.
0: So yeah. Did you say there's no time for the flight in their itinerary?
1: Yes. No time (laughs) for flying. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Um. Cool. Yeah, so uh, are you okay to move on to the... We're going to skip the news, but you okay to move on to the topic? Yeah, let's do it. Okay.
0: Topic of the episode.
1: All right, so topic of the episode, again, is creepy stuff about games. So we have a list of 23 of them from thegamer.com, and I guess we're going to go through some of them and talk about them. Um. So number 23. Isn't there a horror movie called 23? I don't know. was like a Jim Carrey movie, that little horror movie number twenty three. Yeah, it's called the number twenty three. <laughs> it's it stars Jim Carrey and it's a horror movie and Rotten Tomatoes gave it eight <laughs> percent. Yeah, that's scary. Eight <laughs> percent <laughs> <Okay>. scary for <bore.
0: laughs> Yeah.
1: Um okay. the directors. I think yeah, I actually wanted to watch 23, but there was like a parody of it. So you mm-hmm. know, like Mad TV or whatever, those like parody shows. They made a parody of it, and then about like finding meaning in the number 23 everywhere. Mm-hmm. But I think Jim Carrey played the, the the parody as well. So because it's Jim Carrey, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it, I don't know. It, it's hard for me to imagine Jim Carrey as in a serious role. Yeah, I know he has been in, in serious roles. But it's always, like, some sort of a comedy-ish. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Robin
1: Williams, though, he did do serious roles and he got known for it afterwards.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm not saying, like, he he can't. It's just based on, like, the movies I've seen him in. And I haven't seen him in, like, a a very serious role yet.
1: Yeah. I kind of want to watch number 23, but it has the really bad ratings. But, yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Is it user rating or is it... um our critics. Uh, okay. What
1: about, what about
0: the... User on yeah. IMDb is 6.4 out of 10. <laughs> it's
1: one, <lower>, Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's also low. Okay. But yeah, anyway, moving back to <laughs> video game stuff. So I'm going to read this one. Um, Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask already contains some spooky undertones, but this supposedly cursed copy of the game takes things to a new level. The story goes that the game cartridge owned by a child named Ben, who perished at the hands of a lake, is still haunted by the boy. Things get increasingly strange if a player tries deleting their file, and an ominous message, "You shouldn't have done that," appears. Wait, what? That's creepy. Um yeah. so, <laughs> so when playing his save file, this kid's save file on this cartridge, like they the the player would see images, scary stuff, and glitchy environments. And Link will burst into flames before collapsing to the ground. And then the player reported that he he was losing his mind as Ben looms over and stalks the gamer first in the game and then in real life huh what do you think
0: (laughs) that's that's pretty scary
1: (laughs) so okay let me go back okay so is this like okay they're urban legends so they could be true they could not be true right we don't know yeah okay i hope that's not
0: yeah, I'm like, huh, I I didn't know like what we when you said when you said like, oh, video games urban legend myth. I thought you meant like video games that involve uh, urban legends, but I was like, oh, there's urban legends of, of real life stuff that revolves around a video game. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, no, I I knew I knew what I was doing. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to move on to the next one. Okay, so Pokemon Creepy Black. So this tale involves a bootleg version of Pokemon Red, which comes in a black cartridge. And in it, you fight ghostly Pokemon, appropriately named Ghost, <laughs> who freezes his opponent in fear and uses a curse to move on them. The game would eventually fast forward you into a much older version of yourself. And here, you found yourself alone, surrounded by nothing but tombstones, of vanquished foes, and cursed, tra- of cursed trainers. The Pokemon you had cursed flash before you, and you soon run into your old Pokemon, Ghost, who would finish you and delete your file for good by using the curse on the player. So this ones it sounds more like it's actually just in the game.
0: Yeah, so that one was cool. Yeah,
1: so this is more like trying to scare you within the game.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm okay with this. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> the other, the other one was like twenty three, but I'm like, man, I don't know what if that's twenty three. What's number one? <laughs> I know, right? Okay, well, that's pretty cool. I, I like that.
1: Yeah. Um, okay. So next one is the Madden curse. Oh, okay. Um, Take the mysterious qualities of gaming myths and combine them with superstitions often found in sports. You end up with this significant urban legend, which seemingly is backed up with supporting evidence. Ooh, (coughs) supporting evidence. So um, much like Sports Illustrated curse, um, gamers and football pundits alike began to notice players. Oh, this is true. I, I remember this. Players which appear on the cover of a Madden title often end up in some sort of significant injury, misfortune, or poor performance on the field. So see the devastating injuries of Garrison Hurst, Rob Gronkowski, and the abnormally poor performance of Dante Culpepper for mm-hmm. just a few examples. Yeah, yeah, you heard about that, right?
0: No, actually, I haven't.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, this is a pretty yeah. um, often like referenced legend, or not legend, but myth that kind of is true. Um, it, it doesn't just stay of Madden. It also extends to UFC, because <coughs> um, they had the video games for UFC, I think one yeah. year, uh, what's her name? Uh, Ronda Rousey was on the cover mm-hmm. or something. Yep. And then after that, she lost, like, her,
0: her championship.
1: Like, oh, she got okay. beat up like crazy.
0: Um, see, and see, when you, we were talking about injury she was like, she lost her what? I was like, oh, championship. That's not bad. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, and then the other guy, Connor something, remember? The Irish dude? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Irish dude, yeah. Yeah. He was also on a UFC title and I, like, uh, a cover for a UFC game. And then after that, he also lost. He got he, his championship stuff. He got beat up, like, pretty badly. Oh well, yeah. So I
0: wonder, but oh, so go ahead. Oh, so I was wondering if this extends more to just like sports game in general, like uh, NBA, uh, NHL, yeah, I, soccer.
1: Yeah, I, I think so. I think it's like you kind. It's like a bias, though. Is like you see it happen. You kind mm-hmm. of like okay. Oh, this. You're more aware of that person when they're on the cover. So then, oh, okay. I think when something happens to them, you're like, oh, because it's on the cover, you know.
0: oh yeah that's true yeah Yeah. maybe but at the same time like
1: some of those are uh, significant
0: (laughs) yeah i mean like yeah some are significant but like sports or um athletes get injured all the time
1: (laughs) yeah yeah um i was gonna say i thought there was a similar one of a cereal box like curse have you heard of that one no i think let me check i think i heard of that one um no maybe i'm just thinking of something else because I was thinking of the Wheaties box, and I think people mm-hmm. that show up on there probably have some misfortune. But I'm looking at it; it's actually the reverse. <laughs> so if they're on the Wheaties box, they're good.
0: Actually, the what?
1: It's reverse. So if they're mm-hmm. on Wheaties box, then they're they're good. So
0: <laughs> oh, then they're more more likely to success to succeed.
1: Yeah. So maybe these people, if they show up on the video games, uh, then they should uh, <laughs> immediately
0: show up on the, the <laughs> cereal <laughs> box. <laughs> See, now, I'm just, now, all this talk just reminds me of, like, well, technically, this all started with, like, milk cartons. When they show on the milk carton, they're missing. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> I was just thinking of it trying to be meta. So, what if the sports <laughs> the sports person shows up on the cereal box holding the game box of him on the game box?
0: <laughs> oh, so while then, eating. <laughs> and in the game <laughs> box... He's he's eating <laughs> <laughs> It's like
1: imploding the universe. <laughs> yeah,
0: I wonder what happened. Yeah. I'm curious now,
1: all right. So next one is a uh, Pokemon Snap haunting. So uh, a creepy pasta tale. So you know what creepy pastas are, right? They're kind I of urban actually legend. don't.
0: What I don't. What is that, Tony? Oh,
1: creepy pastas are like urban legends and myths.
0: Oh, okay. I didn't yeah.
1: Know. <clears throat> so one creepy pasta tale involves an old stored away cartridge of Pokemon Snap. And when the user dug up an old copy of the game, it was clear that this is no normal copy. The game was wrought with off-putting purple streaks and its disturbing image of Professor Oak sporting soulless black eyes. Um, many of the Pokemon look creepy, and the player was coaxed into entering a volcano stage, at which the sounds of screaming Pokemon could be heard. Oh my gosh. The the player was tormented and defeated by a vengeful electrode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why electrode? <laughs>
0: I don't know.
1: <gasps> the game showed disturbing images of the player himself submerged in lava. Okay, that's creepy. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> it was all good <laughs> until that last sentence.
1: <laughs> yeah. Everything was like okay within the game. That's fine. And then oh, your image. So how did that happen?
0: <laughs> so did N sixty four have some way to like take a uh, a picture of yourself because I know like uh, Pokemon Snap was or like Pokemon Snap was more of just a controller, wasn't it?
1: I don't remember. I, I never played Pokemon Snap, so I don't mm. know if there was any peripheral for that.
0: Pokemon Snap N
1: sixty
0: four. Hmm. Okay. Oh, but anyways. Yeah. We are.
1: All right. Next one is Creepy Corrupted Sonic Game. I've heard of this one. So, uh, let's see. Our favorite charming blue hedgehog suddenly becomes more unsettling, sporting bloody demonic black eyes and razor sharp fangs. Um, the, let's see, cr- the crazed Sonic drags people into the game <laughs> along with a tormented knuckle and tails. Um, what's neat about this urban legend is that there's a real playable executable file that can be experienced by anyone. What? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Oh, okay, the brief experience is essential. Oh, oh, I've played this. Okay. The the brief experience essentially plays like a glitchy, dark, twisted version of Sonic the Hedgehog. You play as Tails, Knuckles, and even Dr. Robotnik as you go through a handful of environments while a dark figure of Sonic creeps on you. Give it a try if you're feeling bold, as it's certainly good for jump scares. Yeah, so the story is over the top, but the game itself is just like a modded version of Sonic. I've played this before. It's just like, okay. yeah, it's just you're, you're basically playing a Sonic game, but like you're kind of being stalked. Like Sonic is like Jason, you know? Mm. so oh, okay
0: yeah is it like just like a, a shadowy figure in the background sort of thing
1: yeah yeah and then like there's a lot of levels of fire and stuff it's like you're going through hell
0: yeah
1: yeah i, I remember this one now huh this was like years it, ago
0: it's funny like the first uh, sentence that you meant i talked about like how um i uh sonic uh, unselling looking sonic <laughs> i was like huh. you mean the this movie is like the movie yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> so, yes. So, if the, so if they weren't gonna reboot it or like re- remake it and kept what we saw in the beginning and they make a game out of that it's pretty much just this <laughs>
1: yeah it's just funny because then they could have changed that um, that movie design into a horror movie <laughs> <laughs> it's demonic sonic hey that, that rhymes demonic sonic <laughs> It, it, now it reminds you of that. Was it Schoolhouse Rock? Like, conjunction yeah. function. Demonic Sonic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Subconsciously. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. Um, next one is, I don't know, this one is Polybius. Um, the mind controlling game released by the government. So... Um, okay. You use a creepypasta with government conspiracy and you got yourself a sufficiently eerie and imaginative tale that invokes plenty of paranoia. So the story goes that the government used uh, hypnotic visuals and subliminal messages of this odd vector-based puzzle shooter to put kids and teens under trance. Um, which they can gather data and even control the aspects of their mind. We've got little evidence of Polybius Cabinet even existing is sketchy. Still there have been cases of games inducing seizures and migraines, so a mind altering game isn't outside the realm of possibility. So what? So this is a game what they they basically get kids and teens to be to Trans. be fans so then they can collect their data. You know what, what something exists like that today? It's called Facebook. <laughs> oh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just have to say, internet, which is everything. Google does that.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, Google and Facebook. So this is not too creepy because it's just. Our real life. And I realized... Wait, anyway.
0: how, how old is this, <laughs> is this uh, article, actually? Um, It says uh, 2018. Oh, so that's true. Yeah, not so It's very
1: recent. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, the, a dark, almost-never-played Mario 64 sequel. Uh, everybody remembers the GameCube-era Mario title as light and kid-friendly. But legend has it there was a early builds of a concept for Super Mario 64 that was darker the story goes that remnants of this darker tinge Mario ended up in Luigi's mansion okay that's that's fair um, one supposed player of the game talks about an early build containing some dark city environments and a sinis- a sinister house that Mario enters only to find a version of Bowser whose appearance is larger and more menacing than ever in this game demo the beast defeats the frightened plumber in a rather strange manner that's vain that's cool
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> rather strange manner <laughs>
1: And there's no further details. That's it.
0: Yeah, <coughs> I, this is like the the least urban legend of them all.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like it's just oh, you had a game that was darker. Okay, cool.
0: Yeah, I if mean, what? no, it says far darker. Okay, far darker. Don- <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. But, well, I guess like let's see. I don't know. See, me see. I mean, I think what would be really
1: really <laughs> scary for kids is that if they had the game Mario is missing, but when they find Mario, he's actually dead. <laughs> So. <laughs> would that be
0: creepy i think that would be disturbing oh well what if they don't know who mario is to begin with
1: i guess so you're saying if you don't know them it doesn't matter is that what you're
0: trying to say <laughs> you have less attachment to them that's oh. for sure okay
1: <laughs> oh, but i think there was a a recent game where luigi was killed and turned into a ghost and then people were all up in arms and then oh really they, yeah i can't remember and then um, they had like this thing where people started doing like rest in peace tombstones for Luigi. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, number 16. A text-based game that reveals coordinates to a troubling site. Okay. Uh, this tale doesn't rely on imagery or graphics for scale factor but it's, re- oh, it's a text-based adventure. Uh, mm-hmm. So basically, throughout the game, you move your character through a forest using simple commands like holding a shovel as well as a rope. During your journey, mm-hmm. you follow the ominous uh, Pale Luna who frequently smiles wide when completing certain actions. The game ends after you use your shovel to dig at a certain location, at which point the game spits out a seemingly random series of numbers, though it's said that one curious player discovered them to be coordinates which led them to a real crime scene of a previously missing little girl.
0: Wow, that's creepy.
1: Oh my god, I just had chills reading that. Yeah, that was crazy, man. Oh my gosh, that is really scary. Okay.
0: I, I, I don't remember. know how they, they rank this.
1: Yeah, right? Like, that's 16, and then 17 was the Mario game. <laughs>
0: it's like, what the hell?
1: Um, okay, well, I think it's getting creepier. So, okay, so the next one is an eerie <coughs> and unexplained Morrowind mod. Mod. Uh-huh. So, Urban Legend brings extra layer creepiness. It comes from an actual playable mod of Elder Scrolls III Morrowind. As you walk around and explore, you'll notice many NPCs have perished uh, lying motionless on the ground, and um, a few, the few that remain hauntingly stare into space informing you to watch the sky, which looks eerily similar to the real night sky. People who played the mod reported seeing brief glimpses of a shadowy figure lurking and following them just out of sight. But what's more unsettling is that some who have claimed to play for prolonged periods of time swear they've seen, oh gosh, swear they've seen this figure lurking near them in real life.
0: Well, not playing that game anymore.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you played Morrowind?
0: <laughs> well, I thought about, no, but I thought about playing the Elder Scroll. Ah, but not going to do that anymore.
1: <laughs> so, so I guess it is getting creepier now. Okay, cool. Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, number 14, the haunted NES Godzilla game. Um, You know, I just realized we're basically doing a recording of our reactions.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, pretty much this is what our, our episode is going to be about, our yeah. reaction.
1: Yeah. So, Godzilla, Monster of Monsters for the NES uh, comes on Haunting Tale. Uh, let's see. The story is so long is... The story is so long is that it's segmented into several chapters on Creepypasta. So they're going to just like summarize it. So one stage in this haunted copy of Godzilla contains not but a fiery background and the word run. Um, (laughs) The story follows a kid named Zach who experienced a number of strange and scary glitches starting with the game's first boss. This included uh, pixelated distorted red fragments, floating red eyes, erratically behaving AI, and the devilish creature that stalks Godzilla. okay, this is back into the not creepy territory
0: yeah, I'm confused now,
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just back into the game like I don't I don't care if it's just the game,
0: yeah, it's, it just could
1: be I- like a mod, yeah, okay um next thing is about Fallout three um. The atmosphere of Fallout 3 seems like a fitting place for eerie game le- legends. Apparently, if you put an end to Radio DJ Three Dog, you can pick up a droning voice at certain locations. One uh, was a, who rattles off a series of randomly, uh, seemingly random numbers, followed by what sounds like Morse code. Fans soon discovered many numbers to be dates, and according to legend, one player deciphered the Morse code and translated them into messages of theoretical future, theoretical futuristic events that corresponded to these dates. These included an Oscar prediction for Britney Spears in 2023, but far more eerie, it predicted the passing of Gary Coleman and the BP oil spill.
0: So, I guess we'll find out in three, four years.
1: And then in four years, we're going to come back to this episode and be scared. (laughs) (laughs) Because Britney Spears winning an Oscar is scary.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's not anywhere on the map right now.
1: That's why this will be even more scary if it's true. Yeah, I
0: know. It's it's kind of like uh, we call it. the, the Mayan calendar right mm-hmm. that's what that's what people predicted about the was it ytk that sort of thing
1: yeah so about that um people were freaking out our oh, Mayan calendar ends at you know um the two, year two thousand so we're all gonna die um but the Mayan calendar is basically one super long calendar and yeah. the ending of the calendar in the year two thousand just means it's the end of what the Mayans define as one year so, oh really yeah it just repeats it's like our calendar of 12 months and then at 12 months it repeats the year again but there was a lot of misinterpretation uh so some people thought it was the end of time some people thought it was just the end of the year (laughs) so so that's why there was like the whole the y2k scare thing
0: yeah
1: um it wasn't y2k though uh sorry it was like 2012 or something like that
0: oh right, right, right. yeah 2012
1: yeah, yeah so okay so next thing is minecraft uh in a game featuring skeletons exploring green monsters and even slender man it seems fitting you'll be a subject of creepy legends okay hero brian hoax or in-game haunting while creator notch has denied his existence many have claimed to see a lurky image of a ghost named hero brian in the distance weaving a pickaxe and <laughs> staring blankly what no go ahead oh wielding a pickaxe and staring blankly at the player with glowing white eyes he would then vanish as soon as the player looked at him at length. okay whatever
0: (laughs) (laughs) i like how like before we're like oh this is cool and after we hear like the other creepy ones like you know what you're not at par anymore
1: (laughs) yeah oh this next one could be true um so atari's berserk game provoked medical emergencies and altercations so uh, let's see this is atari's shooter there are supposedly three morbid and violent incidents involving people playing this game. Um, only one can be really verified. Supposedly, one person had a heart attack while playing for a prolonged period, though the culprit is probably a combination of a pre-existing condition, massive doses of caffeine, and sleep deprivation. So, it's almost like saying, oh, you played Counter-Strike for 12 hours and you got a heart attack? Is it because of Counter-Strike or is it because you were just dumb?
0: It, it's kind of like the, the one episode of South Park playing WoW, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So, yeah, they just put the association with video games. I'm pretty sure because at the time, they were like... Oh, video games cause all these issues, you know. Yeah. Okay, we're in the we're in the top, top 10 now. Okay, you want to read this one? I'm tired of reading.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was going to ask you to kick over. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> Alright, the demonic children of Goldshire in World of Warcraft. So, players that hit World of Warcraft have repeatedly spotted groups of six NPC kids, appropriately referred to as the creepy children, standing around at various locations of the town Goldshire and Elwyn. It's sounding enough that these kids always pop up in different places and seem to be standing in the shape of a pentagram. <laughs> Yet, some have claimed that they have heard ominous noises like screams, growls, and crying while standing in the middle of this formation. Is this mirror an Easter egg, a cheeky reference to the Diablo franchise, or something more sinister? I don't know. Uh, why is it. Gosh.
1: <laughs> this is like whatever now.
0: Why is <laughs> this top 10?
1: Okay, I'll read the next one.
0: <laughs> yeah, think you know, Let's just take a break. <laughs>
1: um let's see super mario galaxy 2 Shiverburn galaxy um i'm just like scanning through the important points so you'll see three silhouette um looming over a cliff staring down at you apparently one fan did some digging and the game's official files uh, labels these things as hell valley sky trees which sounds quite creepy for a nintendo title (laughs) what's more bizarre is that nintendo has made no comment regarding them nor is their lore alluded elsewhere in the game uh, it's probably some guy who just put these artifacts in and it was like, oh, this will be fun. Like an Easter egg.
0: That's a creepy. Boy, or maybe it's just there uh, by accident. We've got to take it out. <laughs> huh. And then it's like, oh, oh whoops. Yeah. And, and the people just over thought about it. Yeah. And the then
1: day. they're like, oh, we could patch it, but it's more fun like this. Let's just leave it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> number eight, Bigfoot in GTA. GTA. Yep. People. But also, like, people see Bigfoot. Developers said there is no Bigfoot. That's pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> How are they yeah. supposed to be in the top ten? I don't get it. Um,
0: Maybe they're just like randomly numbered. I mean, randomly placed. So it's not like by num uh, by some sort of ranking or anything like that. Yeah, but so it's just more like is, here's twenty three of them.
1: But then they're decreasing the count.
0: Yeah, that's true. <laughs>
1: Okay, number seven. Unexplained ghosts popping up in Halo. Um, let's see. Players, uh, and online have seen avatar manifestations popping up. Odd avatars reportedly to act, uh, erratically. No scoreboard or gamer tag and can even attack a curious player if provoked. These strange appearances are likely modders. Yeah, I, I was thinking that too. Likely modders messing around or in-game glitches during a heated battle. It's uh, quite eerie and gets the imagination churning. A gaming rendition of the movie Unfriendly comes to mind. So I, I was thinking, like, just reading the part about odd avatars erratically, mm. no scoreboard and gamertag, I'm just thinking someone just, like, is playing and then lagged out.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's too much back in the 90s when we are playing what, like Counter-Strike. Yeah. It just lag around. It's like, oh, we're not supposed to do that. Yeah. yeah. But, but, okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm
1: reading on the next one, which I think is really lame. It's not creepy at all. The next one's about Diablo and the cow level.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. I thought, like, there was going to be more to it. But, no, it's pretty much just saying, because it said there's no cow level. And there's a cow level. Or, right, there's, like, a code saying there's no cow level.
1: Oh, yeah. it said in the original Diablo, there was a level that had cows wielding axes that, um, um... Uh, cows seem to behave differently and let's see yeah wait no no that's the original okay (laughs) anyways i know in diablo 2 there is a cow level and Mm -hmm. i've played it because that's how you level up fast because the cows are super high level yeah so and it's a funny level because like you know like when cows moo and like uh fear Mm -hmm. yeah that's that's all you hear when you're in that level
0: (laughs) oh okay yeah yeah, that's not. I mean, I guess technically it is an urban legend.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What well, urban legend turned it's, into real?
0: Yeah. So, the game is more like an Easter east, and I guess in in this game or in games term, it's more like Easter egg.
1: <laughs> yeah. In Diablo too, it was a straight up way to level up because you, yeah. you you just like go there and start like leveling up. Um, and then there's like the King Cow too. He gives you the most level or most points uh, XP. So. Um, okay, so next one, number five, is Luigi's Mansion actually takes place in Luigi's Nightmare. That mm-hmm. sounds cool. There are red flags throughout this title starring Mario's brother and sidekick that suggest something's not quite right. Um, let's see... This is an oddly spooky experience going. On. Okay, uh, there, this might be some sort of hallucination, nightmare, or even purgatory for Luigi. Oh, purgatory for Luigi? Huh. Oh, that's. Are we
0: talking about like a dead Luigi?
1: Yeah, that's earlier? actually pretty creepy. Hmm. Um, let's see. You got a, you you've got the fact that Luigi doesn't have a shadow um throughout for the game. Uh, you also got lapses in logic, such as a ringing phone inside a mansion that's clearly been zapped of any power source. There's even a scene in which a flash of lightning. Reveals an ominous hanging shadowy figure that resembles Luigi. Um, yeah. <clears throat> either that or the workers who made this game just didn't have any logic.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Okay, so this next one, number four for Pokemon. This one I've heard of and it's, it's legitly creepy. Um, this one is about the original Pokemon Red and Blue. The song from Lavender Town apparently turned some kids into madness and um, caused some of them to have headaches and um, I think this one doesn't say it here but I, from another place I read caused some of them to like jump off buildings.
0: Oh wow, so it's kind of like brainwashing ish sort yeah. of thing.
1: Yeah, and then if you do listen to the Lavender Town music from the original game it's mm-hmm. a pretty creepy song um, and I'm talking about music theory now but there are certain um, uh, intervals between notes that are meant to be creepy like some there's one i think it's the augmented fourth or something and in the old days in the time of like classical and baroque music everyone tried to avoid using that interval of notes because it was called the devil's interval because Mm. it's such a harsh sounding creepy sound so Mm. um if i remember correctly i think the song from lavender town had parts of it like that were using that interval um and it just like Was it just made you feel unsettled?
0: Yeah, I I just listened to it Mm. right now, and like the first. Couple notes itself already felt creepy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: So so yeah, this is um it's it's funny because like when I first read this, I'm like, huh, that's interesting. And then when I listen to it, I'm like, oh, they're using the devil's interval. And that's only because I know I know my music theory, you know? So yeah. Anyway. Sorry, I keep hearing buzzing and that's because my pager's going off. But it's yeah, sorry guys, I have a pager. (laughs) still has a
0: pager for work. Oh, they use yeah. They use pagers?
1: Yeah, at the hospital they still use pagers. Now, that's scary. No, I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so next one is Squall perishes midway through Final Fantasy VIII. Um, um, So, apparently, there's a legend that's probably plausible. Okay, so at the start of disc two, Squall awakes in the chamber. So, completely healed from uh, a devastating devastating wound. wound. So, the theory goes that the remainder of the game is just, oh, oh, gosh. It's just some kind of post-mortem dream or hallucination. It certainly explains not only his lack of wounds, but the most surreal vibe the game takes. So, basically, in the first disc at the end, he dies. And the second disc is you playing through, like, this dream or hallucination before his, mm. his like, journey into full death.
0: Is a like purgatory. Yeah. Way.
1: Yeah. That's creepy. Okay. Even though that's within the game, that's pretty creepy. Um, okay, next one, number two. There's a dark forbidden crypt crypt uh, lurking underground in World of Warcraft. There's a section that was supposedly scrapped from the game because it was too dark. And a YouTuber actually uh, implemented glitches to go fall into the ground into that location. Um, let's see. What else is in here? People reported seeing massive piles of bones deep within the crypts and even hanging bodies. Um, this is number two?
0: Yeah, that's, that's, so in short, it's a glitch slash Easter egg potentially where a player would glitch through the, like, the floor ground and enter, like, a, a dungeon or, like, a crypt, uh, where it's pretty much just what, uh, a creepy crypt would have, like, uh, skeletons and hanging bodies. Hmm. So it's like a, a hidden level, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So oh. it's cool.
1: Yeah. Okay. Number one is lame. <laughs> So it says Portal, the, the AI guide, the GLaDOS robot, um, just looks like a person that's hung upside down, tied hands and then mouth is taped shut. That's pretty much it. That's sort of the
0: uh, that, that's the best way to end the top twenty three. <laughs> okay. Um so I like how how in the beginning you we're like, so if this was twenty three, <laughs> with like the 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 link, uh, the Majora's Mask one. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what's one going to be like. How creepy is that going to get? And it's like not not at all. It's like we're going backwards.
1: Yeah, because twenty three was pretty creepy, especially the real life part. Like.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it being in real life got like tremendously creepy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. I think I know it. this. These settles as like urban legends, sure. But but since like the title was like uh, urban legends, are too creepy for words, I'm like, but but
1: mm. yeah, too it creepy is. for words. Uh, yeah, I thought they would be more creepy.
0: Like the the yeah. Pokemon
1: one, I would have said was the number one for me.
0: Well, which one? The driving them mad.
1: Yeah, because I can actually see that happening.
0: Really, I think for me the the. The tech space game.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, actually, I I don't
0: like that one's <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, that that yeah. is creepy.
0: Yeah, it's even creepier when, like, there's texts where it's, like, a, a girl do a white grin, and then suddenly I just imagined it. I'm like, holy crap.
1: Yeah, I know. The, the, was that Luna with the, the smiling widely or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm like,
0: oh, oh. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it reminds me of those characters from, um, what's it called? You know that character in Nightmare Before Christmas that has two faces? His head turns around?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah,
1: the smiling wide reminds me of that.
0: Oh, I, I'm imagining like, um, you know, the cat in Alice in Wonderland.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the same type of smile. Yeah.
0: So, it's, yeah. yeah. So pretty much it's just like, you see, all I imagine is just like, like suddenly in the darkness, there's like a grin out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, Oh God. Like, I think this itself was really like okay like the is okay cool like that's kind of creepy but then like the moment it kind of ties everything together you're like uh why did you reveal like that yeah
1: <laughs> yeah at the okay. very end was like oh and then criminal scene crime scene I was like oh, oh okay
0: <laughs> yeah I'm mean, like not only,
1: not only crying scene but of a little girl then the little girl is probably Luna like yeah oh man uh,
0: yeah uh. <laughs> yeah that one was like the, the scariest for me I would okay. say everything else was kind of like cool to like meh.
1: yeah it's night time over there for you right
0: <laughs> yeah <It's> like, <laughs> sorry <laughs> that was fine it's only 8 <laughs> okay We're gonna sleep tonight <laughs> okay
1: <laughs> alright <laughs> let's move on to the final lap <laughs> All right. So, uh, Facebook, Twitch, uh, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, all those stuff we're on. Uh, we have friends. <laughs>
0: oh. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we do.
1: <laughs> so, our, our, friend Steve, the mindfulbuilder.com, he does like, uh, he builds stuff because he's the mindful builder and he builds stuff mindfully. Um, <laughs> and, uh, your friend, you want to talk about your friend?
0: Oh, uh, yes. Uh, uh, my friend Vince. Uh, Man Man Vince, uh, he's on everything on social media except for Twitch. Yes, he's Uh, a streamer, everything except Twitch. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know, very strange.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, But uh, yeah, check him out.
1: Yes. All right hope you guys had fun and got scared from our no time for terrifying apparently you know in that list of 23 items at first it was terrifying and at the end it was like no time for terrifying because <laughs> <laughs> it started to get not scary
0: yeah 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 it was like oh we should have just start from the bottom
1: <laughs> yeah Sorry, from the bottom, now we're here.
0: No, I'm joking. It <laughs> <at> the bottom.
1: <laughs> okay, alright, no time for time. No, wait, no time for time travel or no time for terrifying? Signing off! No girl and more Speed, see ya! No
0: time for terrifying, Terrifying for uh-huh. you.